ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the No Boundaries Podcast, where facts are facts and opinions hurt people's feelings. I, I go by a lot of names. People call me a lot of names, coupled to my face. Tonight, wow. it's just Jay. <laughs> it's just Jay. Thank you. With my host, Welly the, the, the most popular of the duo. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Welly Fonzarelli. You don't have to do that today. <laughs> I'm doing that today. It's not necessary. I've been drinking a little bit, so I'm doing that today. Ah, yeah, that, that, the alcohol will do that to you. And like we always do at this time, wow. let's get right to it. He's on a roll, ladies and gentlemen. I'm on a roll. I've been drinking. I feel good. I'm on my third or fourth. I can't keep count. Jesus Christ. And I, and I did the love language profile. Uh-oh. Out of a possible 12. Let me tell you my scores. Out of a possible 12. Acts of service, I got an 8. Physical touch, I got it at eight. I see. There you go. You're sitting here like people got common sense. <laughs> like you're saying these things. I didn't break them down last time. I told them about it. I don't know if they actually hopped on the computer or their phones and actually did it. So it's. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna give them my scores, then I'm gonna break it down. Yeah, you gonna have to make this, sure this, it's, it's a method to my okay, madness. It's a you, method. Thank you. I was kind of worried. So like I said, I got seven in quality time. I got seven in words of affirmation, and then I got a zero in receiving gifts. So let's just let's start acts of service, and then acts of service. That's just something that you're doing without being asked. Like like when your mate does something for you without you having to ask. Whether it's take care of a task for you because you they can tell that you're stressed, or they just take it upon themselves to run errands for you, or it's like oh I knew you had you needed this, and while I was out I picked it up for you. How on my priority list? Because it's the little things that count for me. Mm-hmm. Like, it can be very, it's, very it's just Bring thoughtful. me some Twizzlers. It's just or thoughtful. Bring me some candy or something. Like, I, babe, I know you like Snickers. I, yeah, got, I grabbed you a Snicker while I was at the grocery very store. Very simple. Very simple. Oh, physical touch. I'm, I, I like to be touched. Pause. I'm sure you do. Like, <laughs> I'm sure you like, do. like, like whether it's like, like sometimes I'm a cuddler. I like to cuddle for a little bit, but I also get hot. So it's, it's only a little bit of a cuddle, like 10 to 15 minutes. Then I get hot and we need our space. Oh, but yeah. like, I'm, I'm, I'm a hand holder. I'm going to put my hand around your waist Can't in public, stuff like that. That's, that's, that's me. That's me. So your hands don't get hot? No, my hands don't get hot. I'm not a hand gripper. I'm just, <laughs> my hands just, I'm just a hand holder. When a woman is touching my hand, for some reason, it just gets real warm. I just can't do it. You got those nerves. You need to check those I nerves. Probably, it's probably something. It's something because I just be like, wow. You know, you know what's bad for me though. When a woman like has my has has her hand on my arm, mm-hmm. I can't do that because it messes up my steps. Like I, it, it changes my pace. Throws off your balance. Yeah, no, it doesn't throw off my balance. It changes my pace. Like I'm a tall dude. I got long legs, ah, but I don't yeah, really take yeah, big yeah. steps. So then it kind of throws me off because I'm trying to keep pace with her where, where she might be moving faster, I might be moving slower. I'm trying to get in her same look and it, it messes me up. Mm. I'm not really good at that. So when you're dancing, you lead or? I can't dance. I got two left feet. Swear to God. Can't dance for shit. Makes a lot of sense. Hey. Makes a lot of sense. I can't dance either, but I dance. <laughs> I can't dance, <laughs> but I dance. <laughs> and I enjoy the hell out of it. Be up there like Drake. You know, I don't care. Ne- no, next don't is quality care. time. So, and, and like, to me, Saying I love you and and showing I love you are two different things. Like I'll, I'll take that quality time because that quality time shows me that you love me. Like you can say I love you and, and then not spend that time, but but spending that time is is the is the is the proof is the action. And, and that's I'm I'm an action type person. Yeah, because that goes to show the acts of service. Mm-hmm. You want those little things because you want the action. Words are nowadays. 
People can fake words all day. Fake words all day. Yeah. People can fake actions too, but it's I, I actually don't you can mind. Feel, I can feel a fake you can feel, Yeah, you can feel that vibe. Like, you're doing this shit just because I'm asking you to do it. I hate that. Yeah. Do not do something for me just because I asked you to do it. That's when it just feels the fakest. You know what I'm saying? Like, I can't I can't stand that. I can't stand that at all. Uh, next, next, I had words of affirmation, which is actually the saying, I love you. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the quality time and, and is ranks higher than that, but you also want to hear it from time is to time. Is words of affirmation, that's, is that it? Or, or was that like stroking of the ego, like your girl telling you like, oh, Jay, your haircut looking Stro- nice. It's stroking of the ego, encouraging. You, you dress nice Got and you. stuff like that, which... I really don't take compliments well. We talked about this on oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I don't either. I don't so, either. So it's like it's like I appreciate that. You know, make me feel better about myself. But you but know why we don't take compliments well, right? Because we rarely got them. It's very. You true. know what I'm saying? So it's just, we, if you're a type of person that rarely gets compliments, you see, there's gonna be two things. You're gonna be a type of person that doesn't appreciate the compliments, or you're gonna be a type of person that's kind of weirded out by them. Like you lying because it's been I, it's been a bit since somebody told me that, or I've never heard that before. I think you're just trying to gas me. Yeah, it's so, like, like like you're cute. Who are you, who are you talking to? Do you, do you see what you? Let me see what you see. Like you blind? This shirt? I wear this shirt every time I go out. You know, and it's just like, well, you smell good. I'm like, really? It's just I, I just took a bath. That's <laughs> all I did. They do much. But hey, and then like zero was receiving gifts. Hmm. Like I'm, I'm not like I don't ask for a lot of stuff. If I want something, I'll probably go ahead and get it myself. You watch Big Bang Theory. I've watched it. I've watched a couple episodes. Remember episode where uh, I think Penny bought Sheldon uh, a present for Christmas, and nobody ever buys a present for uh, Sheldon, and he has a reason why. Because he feels like when you buy him a present, he has to buy you something too, and That's it's just like added pressure. So it was just like he felt like whatever gift he got, he kind of had to outdo her, and I kind of feel like sometimes I had that that moment too, where I was like, "Damn, she just gave me a gift out of the blue. Damn, I'm gonna have to do something within the next couple of weeks." But see, I'm, it's I'm, I'm good at giving the gift, like out of blue, like, "Hey, I seen this and I thought of you." What, which one is that? That's the, I think um, any girl loves that. Uh, yeah, I seen this and I thought about mm-hmm. you. You know, I know you wouldn't buy it for yourself, but I went ahead and got it for you. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you could use that. So, pretty so, much, pretty much, that makes sense. Yeah. But anyways, that's the that's the that's that. Those are my five. What is it? Five love languages. And I, I, did, I did this test a long time ago, and I did it recently just to do it. And my, my number one was active service. Um, I honestly forgot what the rest of them were because really, acts of service to me just meant the most, period. Yeah. And I mean, for, for me, to say acts of service is simply just saying, I don't want to have to ask you to do anything in order for you to do it for me. Because mm-hmm. me, I know damn well there ain't, there's not much that you're going to have to just say I need you to do this more because if I if I'm doing it if I'm not doing it enough it's a good chance that it's something that you're not doing enough because when, I always say I'm not gonna reciprocate something that isn't there Absolutely. like if, if, if my if my love language is being reached then your love language is gonna be reached too I'm gonna I'm gonna we gonna vibe off each other that's why I kind of feel like it's 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 different when if, if you're two people that like physical touch that's on the top of y'all list, y'all never gonna keep your hands off each other. More than likely, I mean, those are probably two Scorpios or something. But, <laughs> but either but either way, it's just good to like I like I said last week, it's good to know people's love languages because it's like a cheat. It's like a, it's like having a cheat code. So therefore, if you know that you're dealing with somebody that that, that values physical touch or or gifts or these things like that, more than likely when you do that for them. On a consistent basis, consistency when it comes to stuff like that, then 
you're probably going to get your love language, you know, to come out more. And it's just it's just a bounce off effect. It only makes sense. Yeah. To me, it does. But hey, who am I to <laughs> tell you how to love? <laughs> how to love? Did Did you uh Did you see the um the, on the Instagram the the question of the week? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh. Say, bro. I know you. I know you run the Instagram page, but I'm there too. Yeah, I, 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 I mean, I mean, I, I mean, you, you, you're doing a great job. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I, I, I guess because I don't really have a lot to do with my day, <laughs> besides I should be working my job. But I get, I get, the, I get the post notifications like on oh, no, no boundaries podcast. Post oh, cool, cool, cool. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm up to speed on everything. Good, good. Well, um, somebody sent it in anonymously, and I, I basically I told them I'll keep it anonymous just because. And uh, I don't know if this is something they, they're relating to right now, but they asked me, um, do you think a person with different religions can have a successful relationship? Hmm. Okay, yeah, I remember reading that. Do you think two people that come together from two different religions can come together and, and have a successful relationship? So I'm saying it again because I'm breaking it down in my head. And I, oh, I, I'm a wordsmith. You know, I, when I see words, I'm always going to look at those words and be like, what does that actually mean? What relationship? What defines successful relationship? Like, you know, what do you mean? Like getting married? Uh, I'm, you know, so if, if, I'm, if I'm Muslim and a person in front of me is, is Christian, are we going to be able to be successful? Right. So, I, I mean, do I think so? Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, me, me personally, yeah, I, I agree. Like, like <laughs> I feel that your religion is, is important and to, to everybody. And like I, I said earlier, like I'm more of a spiritual person, but you know, I feel that if you feel strongly enough about your religion and you feel strongly enough about me, you can still make this work and still maintain your morals and everything that you have that come with your religion and be able to have the person that you love as well, regardless of the religion. To me, religion is a thing typically like race, like sex or any other thing that people use to kind of divide us to keep us separate. And that's what the commenter said on here. They was they the Lady Bugs two said, I believe so. Religion was only formed to separate and or implement distinction. I do believe that two people that believe in one God but choose to praise and exalt differently are able to coexist. I mean similar, I, I couldn't have said it better. I basically I basically look at it like this. For me, religion and love are two different things. I mean, even if you look at the Bible and you look at one of the most misquoted lines ever, <laughs> where it, it basically it says, when people are always talk about being equally yoked, the term equally yoked is not in the Bible. Did you physically pull out the Bible and check Yes, it? I, I checked it. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I mean, it says... It's 2 Corinthians 6.14 where it says, Be ye not unequally yoked with unbelievers. So I even went even deeper than that. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's one thing. But yoked is still in the Bible. I kind of see where people get it from. It says unequally yoked. So mm-hmm. they, I guess they want you to be equally yoked. So even when you go from, from, if you break down that sentence one by one, the main thing that you have to understand is a believer can't get with an unbeliever. It's just that simple. If you're if you if two people are equally yoked, that means that there are two believers. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. Like if if because you, do you know what a yoke is? No. Break See, it down. I used to think a yoke was an egg. I used to like, <laughs> I was like why are they sitting here? Well, why are we talking about eggs? I ain't even hungry right eggs? now. Eggs, like seriously, like. But 
I, I damn near forgot what it was, but the yoke was the thing that they put on the oxen or whatever to, to keep them to keep them together and they, they would pull and and however they put the things on there they it was it was two equal animals and they were equally put together and they pulled whatever they had to pull together they yeah, were they so worked together. they worked together yeah so you you can't be a believer working with a non-believer because it's almost just like doing you do good business that nigga do bad business yeah you know so you're always going to be going out to the exactly you can't that can't coexist but if y'all are two people that believe in God, and everybody know God is love, you know, in a sense. So mm -hmm. if you two people that believe in God, y'all worship him differently, that's that's okay. But the fact that y'all are two people that believe in believe in, in this in this higher power, that's cool because more than likely y'all morals are gonna be be aligned. The uh the way the way y'all treat people are gonna be like that is the key. That is the that is good what's gonna keep y'all together. And the thing is most religions are built on the same foundation. Most of them, like when you when you break them down, they're they're built on the same foundations. Mm -hmm. And so, to me, you don't run into a problem until you get to children, yeah, and you're true. raising kids. But then at the same time, I feel like you got to let the children make a choice. Yeah, but more than likely, the man go probably depending. Well, no, I, I think technically, that. you're supposed to take the religion of the mother. Yeah, no, I'm saying I was just about to say I think the man will step back and just be like, hey, you know, you want to raise them because. I th I think in, a, in this society where we live now, I think women are definitely more more religious than men. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I I guess it all depends on what part of the world you come from. But if you are American born, you come from here, your woman is probably going to be more religious than you are, more of a church goer than you. So I, I don't even think it's even this question to me personally was easy because, like I said, if y'all two religious people and y'all have that one thing in common, and what. Whatever there there has whatever breaks y'all up is not gonna be religion. Yeah, because y'all both believe in God. So what's the problem? And see, and see, Hitch is one of my favorite movies of all yeah, time. Yeah, that, that is a classic. One of my favorite movies of all time. And and the key takeaway I got from Hitch is that nothing stops love. So even yeah, it's a movie. Yeah, fuck y'all, it's a movie. But yeah, like it's it. a movie. But, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like if it's love, nothing's gonna prevent it. Nothing's gonna stand yeah, love in the way. Conquers all. It conquers all. Yeah. I, I firmly believe that. I mean, just like basically, just like I said, if two 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 believers need to be believers in in order to be yoked, but two unbelievers, two atheists or whatever, two Satanists, whatever. I mean, they have the same religion. So in that, in that case, it should work too because in their case. They're not looking for any other. What what would be their reason? Their reason wouldn't be their religion. Their their reason would be something outside of that. So, like I said, I don't think two people that have the same spiritual beliefs are gonna clash. No. They're gonna clash over something else. If it doesn't work, it's because of something else. And I believe the the more successful relationships that you look at, those two people probably have a lot in common. You know, and if if it's religion, if religion is in there. It, it, I think it can only be only be better when two people do share the same religion. I think it it makes it better. Yeah, uh, it, it definitely. I think it definitely has an effect, and it makes it better because you you kind of have, like you said, you both have those morals based on your religion. But when you have those like morals and those like, you know, um, objectivities and living life, that it actually makes things better. And that's like even with with the atheists and stuff. Like when you both realize that, you know, you have these. Views of there's no there's higher no being. Yeah, that's something that y'all gonna laugh together about. Like, yeah. look at these idiots laugh, talking about God, which is actually gonna bring you closer. Yeah, you know, so, the, hey. opposites may attract. I've always believed, yeah, opposites attract. 
But I think those opposites that attract only last for so long because the interest eventually dies. Just like when you have people that are just curious about something, like you have a dude that, you know what, I'm going to try me a fat chick one time just to see how it is. Yeah, that's those are opposites. You know, one person's, you know, I hate to say fat, but one person's fat, the other person's all in shape or whatever. He just I like to use the word plump. There you go. Plump. <laughs> <laughs> Big bone, whatever. They he, he tries it out. It may be a, it may be alright while it lasts, but yeah, they opposites, but that curiosity eventually dies. Like, okay, I was curious. I got my I, my question was answered. Let me move around now. So sometimes I just kind of feel like the more you do have it coming, the better. If you want to build a relationship with somebody, but I, I I also think that it goes deeper than that. Like you could start out, yeah. Let me let me try plump. Bro. Oh yeah yeah yeah. You definitely. can start out that First, way, that and then you like, too. hold on, she cool as shit. Like we have a good time, oh, yeah. we laugh and stuff, and then then you you really then you don't re- you don't look at her size anymore. Yeah, you realize the size look, was irrelevant. Yeah, and, and not to sound sexist, it could be a skinny girl trying trying a fat guy or a yeah. plump guy. You know, I don't want to. You know, offend any of our viewers like that, listeners. I mean, I'm pretty sure y'all aren't looking at us, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, sometimes, sometimes you can start on an attraction that can become much more. Yeah, definitely, because it, it should get deeper than just she big. You know, so it is what it is. Well, even on the on the um, on the religious front, I think I think even with uh, I didn't I didn't do a whole bunch of research on it, but you know me. Whenever I don't know something, I'm finna go straight to YouTube. Um, <laughs> they was talking about how um, the Supreme Court struck down, you know, the Texas abortion laws. Yeah. And um, obviously, talking about religion, you know, more, you know, I guess you have your right wing conservative Christians that feel a certain way about abortion. Me personally, I say this to anybody that asks me. When they ask me about abortion, I don't take the Seinfeld approach. I don't take the Seinfeld approach. I just tell them straight up, man, I, I don't have a vagina, so it, it, I can't do anything. I, why does my opinion even really matter? Mm-hmm. Like, That's not your body that's being affected. I'm not, I mean, don't get me wrong. If, if I'm in a situation where a girl is looking at me like, should I get this abortion? It's, it, it's going to really be hard for me to just be like, no, you shouldn't do that. Like, it's not my body. Like, I can't, like, I believe that the woman has the right to make her choice. And I'm not saying it's pro-choice. I'm saying she has the right to either be pro-choice or pro-life. Mm-hmm. That's on a woman. That's just, that's just, I don't, it's crazy to me when I look up there at Capitol Hill or whatever. And it's, it's mostly, it's a lot of men up there that are, that are debating this. And then when you look at, when you look at the big picture, you got a lot of conspiracy theorists that are, are looking at these these white guys and they're like, well, these 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 uh these Democrats or these whatever, they're only doing this because they want to uh they want they want these black women getting killed off. They want these black women going in there and getting abortions and getting killed off. And I had somebody tell me the other day that it's not even blacks black women going in anymore that are getting uh that are getting the most abortions. It's it's mostly white women between the ages I guess of sixteen and twenty two that are that are higher up on the pole of Getting abortions, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna say a couple of years ago, it definitely was the sisters that probably was going in there like, you know what, I'm gonna abort this baby. So, for a lot of people, they truly felt like the reason abortions, uh, uh, uh people push pro-choice so much, especially in a uh, a state like this, was because they were like, the more of those little nigga babies we eliminate, the better. Yeah. My my viewpoint is this. I actually pulled some data. This is from 2015. 
The national rape-related pregnancy rate is 5% per rape. Among victims of reproductive age, and that's 12 to 45. Among adult women, it's estimated that 32,000 pregnancies result from rape each year. Among 34 cases of rape-related pregnancy, the majority occurred among adolescents and resulted from assaults by a known, often related perpetrator. Only 11% of those victims received immediate medical attention after the assault, and 47% received no medical attention related to the rape. A total of 32% of these victims did not discover where they were pregnant until they had already entered their second trimester. 32 opted to keep the infant, whereas 50% underwent abortions. This is my viewpoint on it. Mm-hmm. If this woman is raped by her uncle, mm-hmm. per these statistics, and she has no choice but to have this baby and raise this baby that looks just like her uncle, and she has to show up at these family functions with her uncle, and she's knowing that his child, and pretty much the whole family knows because the family typically knows when these things happen. How is she going to show that baby the affection that, that their child needs growing up, knowing that that, that baby was stemming from something that she wasn't, she didn't want, that was forced on herself? I mean. that, that That's tough. And then, therefore, you're ruining this child's life. Granted, you know, um, let's see, uh, 6% place the infant up for adoption. So, you know, that's an option. But at the same time, it's like, how are you going to how are you going to make me live with this pain? How do you get the power to make that decision that I have to live with this painful memory all the time? Yeah. And I'm for pretty, the rest of my life. I'm pretty sure some women are faced with that decision. But once again, like I said. That's a woman's decision. That's a, and 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 it's it's a woman's decision. And like you said, we we don't have those um, female reproductive organs, Vaginas. so we can't you know we can't get out there and say you know this is what you should do, this is what you shouldn't do. But the thing as a man, you always have the power to walk away. Definitely, you always have the yeah. And some women will walk away and leave their children. Women, it happens. But as the man, you your obligation is always minimal. Yeah, because a woman can easily just be like. Fuck the man's opinion and just go do what they want to do. Absolutely, yeah, pro choice or pro life or not, and then it's either two lives are going to be ruined or one. Mm-hmm. More than more than likely, if a female goes and gets an abortion, those are nightmares she has to live with. Yeah, that's the you know that's the destroy that's the that's the guilt she has to live with. Uh, some men are walking around right now that have girls that probably aborted their babies and they don't even know about it. Mm-hmm. You know, then you got some women out there that just tell a man that. It was getting an abortion, and they never was even pregnant. So it's it's the shit's the shit's crazy. And if you don't know a lot about the uh the uh the the Supreme Court strike and how it struck it down and like and want to understand it more, go to the beginnings of Roe versus Wade. You gotta go to the beginnings. Yeah, you really yeah. It, it get deep. It get it deep. Gets, it gets it gets it very gets deep. deep. But I was saying if they want to know what just happened currently last week, then they can go on the IG and they can see for themselves what the uh. What the, I guess the benefits are, or um, basically what this decision means, and it, it pretty much breaks it down pretty well. But like you said, go back to Roe versus Wade. Um, I saw this is something I kind of knew. I thought I kind of thought abortion started like in the forties and fifties, but I was tripped out when I found out Margaret Sanger founded Planet uh, Parenthood on October 16, nineteen sixteen, in order to eliminate what she thought were inferior races like Orientals. Jews and blacks. Wow. She referred to them as human weeds. Her father was a village atheist. She died an alcoholic and drug addict. 
Wow. You know, so I, I didn't know that. So the, the the thought of an abortion, when you really think about it, it even comes way before that because you can even think about movies like Three Hundred. Mm-hmm. What they would do to the to a child when it was when it wasn't a woman, when it wasn't a boy, and they, it felt like it wasn't strong enough to to be in this world. They just throw it over a cliff. Yeah, that's your early abortion. So I'm gonna say since since a long time ago, people felt like. Babies that did babies that didn't need to re, you know be in this world they needed to be eliminated. So it's no it's no it's no uh, it's not no, it's no mystery that some people look at babies as lesser beings. That's no that's not that's not a that's not a mystery at all. Like yeah. you can't sit there and be like people are arguing over oh when when is it when is the life. When is it? A, when is it? When is it? When, when is, does it when count? Is breathing and like like I was reading on YouTube. This dude right here, boy, that boy is, is a fucking trip. Like I said, YouTube trolls. If you ever just want to get a kick <laughs> out of life, just go to a, some random shit on YouTube and just look at some of these trolls, man. They don't give a damn. And I was looking at this shit earlier. The dude was like, uh, so 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 when did, what is it? Uh. When is it? A, when do you consider a life? And the dude was just like, "What I fucking say it is." You know what I'm saying? Like, it's people out there that are really that malicious. Yeah. And like they, they really feel like, as long as it's in the Constitution and it's protected by the Constitution and and it's a law and it got all this shit that's protecting me, I'm gonna do what the hell I want to do. Mm-hmm. I don't give a damn what y'all talking about. You can argue all you want. Like the dude said, when I say it's a fucking uh, life, that's what it's a life. When I bring it into this world, that's what it's a life. You know, and it's people out there that sick like that. But then you got people that want to put all this religious religious jargon in it. And then I'm just looking here like, damn, like some of these dudes are getting stumped. Oh, let me see. Say, hey, Christians who oppose abortion, how do you explain Numbers uh, uh, verse, chapter 5, verse 24? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I can only imagine. Yeah. And then it's like. It can seem to be about abortion, but it actually isn't. The message it's rather focusing on is jealousy and God acting as a witness in trials that otherwise have none. It's important to note that most Christians, Catholic anyway, don't believe in fundamentalism. I ain't finna read all this shit. But long story short, this is what it boils down to. You got people sitting there like, hey, I'm finna use the Bible in defense. Or I'm gonna use the Constitution. It's just a back and forth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When it's all said and done, it is on the women to decide. And what I think that do. power should remain with the women. With the women, it's even the women on Capitol Hill in DC, whatever. It should be women in there. You should just totally remove men from the equation. Because I'm pretty sure, on average, most men are gonna be like, "Well, shit, if I have a, ch- uh, a child with somebody I don't want to be with, and blah blah blah, you know, you know, it should be be abortion should be available." But then you got people on the side. Well, like shit, you lay down with somebody, you got to be responsible now. You know, it's when when you have logical debates on both sides. Yeah. What do you do? Like, like I read this article um, of, about Chelsea Handler, who actually had two abortions when she was sixteen, and her justification was that I knew that I wasn't in a, an appropriate situation to give the to provide for that child like that child needed. And I knew that I wasn't going to be able to support that child. I wasn't going to be able to give that child a good life. And then it was the second one. She was like, I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to bankrupt my parents because we're poor. I can't afford a child. I made a mistake and I got to own that mistake. And yes, you know, me owning that mistake means aborting this child. Okay, but that means that I'm not putting my burden on other people. I'm not making taxpayers 
give me what is it? I don't even know what they call it now. Food stamps, whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah. Known, Gov- known benefits. Government yeah, government benefits. benefits. I'm not forcing anybody else to take care of this life that I've created. And and, and you're going to have people out there. I, th- I know some cynical people out there that be like, you know, well, she calls it a burden, but it's a gift. Yeah. You know, and I'm just like, see, that's a perspective because you're saying it's a gift, but the, the minute a man leaves you alone with that gift, you got to pay for that gift. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if the gift is such a gift, then why make it Why make it a burden to somebody else? You know what I'm saying? So let's just be honest here. A child is a responsibility. Yeah, absolutely. No matter what. So you could call it a gift. You could call it whatever you want to call it. When it's all said and done, a child is a responsibility. The minute you get pregnant, stuff, I imagine so much stuff is going to through your head. And a lot of times, especially nowadays... If you know you were truly irresponsible, because a lot of conceptions happening nowadays are happening between two people that were just fucking having having fun. Mm-hmm. Because nowadays, sex is is, leisure, is a leisure time activity. Yeah. Because you, you got people out there promoting, you know, like anti-slut shaming. Do what you want to do. Sleep, sleep with whoever you want to sleep with. Just have sex. Have fun. Be free. So when you promote that lifestyle, what do you really expect? I'm not saying that that's going to increase the, the pregnancy rate. But I'm just saying, you got to understand, when you're telling people to live freely like that, a lot of times they be, they become so free that they become free of responsibility, and they become irresponsible. So when it when it's all said and done, which when, even when I look at Chelsea Handler and, and other people you have on that list, like shit, what Nicki Minaj, Sharon Marilyn, Osbourne, Whoopi Goldberg, Vanessa Williams, Lucille Ball, Marilyn Monroe. I imagine oh. they look back now, they be sitting there like. Damn, you know, I'm rich now. I could have easily took care of that child. You but, don't know what's also, they, they have went on to have, you know, other children. Of and course. Had, you know, I mean, I, I think it's I think it's a life decision that you have to make. Where are you in your life that you can handle uh, taking care of another human being? If you're not in the position of life of being able to take care of that other human being, you have a decision you need to make. Yeah. And I think I think most people that are, 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 are pro-life, they just want that baby to be put up for adoption at least. And, and I have no problem with that, but like I said, you got people that are, are that, that 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 have to live with the nightmares, and you got people out there that's like they got to deal with the fact that well, I have a seed, you know, running around right now, probably play for the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he just you know <laughs> I was just saying though you know you don't know like this this dude could just have a, a very successful seed, and and or this woman has to live with the fact that they're never gonna have no ties to it, and you're just sitting in the background like hey like. That's my child, but nobody's ever going to know because I gave more for adoption. Those are things that women have to live with, especially. That's why I'm just like, you know what, bro? It ain't none of my business. Yeah. I just got to kind of stand. It's, it's my business, but at the same time, it's like, let me just st- sit back and, and let them do what they do because all in all, when it, when it, when it actually goes down, like, it's, 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 it's on them. Like, it's 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 so it's so on them that when they walk into that room when they walk into that room because you could easily go on YouTube or do the research about how how abortions go down it's no secret and when you realize that when it's all said and done when they do walk into that room or when they whatever whatever their decision they're trying to make it is on them because that is their body absolutely dude don't don't think a dude if dude want to make you have an abortion he'll kick you downstairs. Hey, shit like hey, that. Hey, I'm just saying, like, 
there's evil niggas out there like that. They can do some shit like that. They want if they want if they want it to be in their hands, they can they can kick your ass or something. But to make you go have an abortion, a dude can't do that. A dude could could manipulate you maybe, but still, once you walk through them doors, you on your own. And that's it. I think that's you want to get into the Brexit because I mean I want I want to I want to touch because I don't think people really know you know it's crazy to jump from abortion to this, but. That's basically this is the news. This is the, it's news. the news. Yeah, yeah. Why not? So, um, basically, first of all, Brexit is short for British exit, and as of, as of June twenty third, two thousand sixteen, um, the United Kingdom left the European Union. So, first of all, the European Union is a collection of twenty eight quote unquote states. They're countries which include France, Spain, Poland, Italy, Greece, where they pretty much have. Two major things. One, they have currency, which is um, the euro. They all use the euro. And two is um, you basically have free immigration rights, which means you can travel these states without having passports or anything like that. So one of the main... First of all, the United Kingdom has, has always kind of been on the outside because instead of using the euro, they've used the pound. So they've all they've all always used their own currency. So they've kind of been on the outside. But really, what they're doing is um they're doing the Donald Trump. They're building a wall to keep immigrants out. So with the European Union, immigrants can come and go as they please. So the United Kingdom. This is just my understanding. If I'm wrong, y'all please send us an email. Please comment and tell me like, no, Jay, you got that all fucked up. But from my understanding, the United Kingdom doesn't want that to happen anymore. They won't, don't want immigrants having free passage in and out of their country. Mm-hmm. Well, basically in. So they voted to leave the European Union. And like I said, this just happened June 23rd. We're recording this, what's this, the 30th? Yeah. So a week later, they're already experiencing issues with this decision that they've made because they didn't understand the repercussions that are going on with it. It affected the stock market, didn't it? It affected the stock market greatly. And I know this because my investment account did a little dive, but it's okay. We're going to recover. Damn. I, ain't, I ain't worried about it. But so I just want to throw that out there. I'm not going to get too deep into it. That was just high level. So when somebody say Brexit, you can say, oh, yeah, I know a little bit about that and just enough to keep the conversation moving. Exactly. But right now we're going to keep this conversation moving. I mean, we're still talking about the world. So we're still you, talking about the world. You see, you see that young man that had the, the world shook when he got out there to be awards. That was a powerful speech. That was a powerful speech, man. It was real powerful. <laughs> Let me tell you something about that man's speech. Tell man. me about this man's speech. I respect that man's speech. But like my boy said, the funny thing is the platform that he was on. He was on the perfect platform. Because he wasn't talking to me. He wasn't talking to you. Nah. Let's just be real. He know better. He would talk to people in that room. Yeah. And I'm gonna tell you right now, half the people in that room, they they they, they felt it. They, they still they stood up. They clap. They still but they ain't finna do a motherfucking thing to change shit. No. And that's the real problem. You can give me all these cute speeches. David Banner do it. Dr. Umar Johnson do it. Uh, Tariq Nasheed do it. We got a lot of, of black conscious people out there that are speaking this truth. Like, a lot of people are quote unquote woke. Yeah. But guess what? It doesn't matter. It does not matter because it, nobody... Outside of a certain group of people are making that change. And let's just be honest. This shit has been going on for how long? And for- nobody shows up until tragedy happens. Yeah, dog. You seen that? You still ain't watched the Iverson documentary, right? I've, I've seen part of it. I've seen okay. part of it. 
I don't know. Yeah, I've seen part of it. I didn't, I'm just like this. I didn't know Iverson went to prison. Yeah. I didn't know that. I knew he got in trouble. He went I, to prison on some bullshit. bullshit. <laughs> I'm just saying, bro. And it was straight injustice. But the thing about it was, in that time when it happened, I'm going to say that shit, that Rodney, Rodney King shit happened like in 91, 92. So this, yeah, 92. bottom line, this racist shit been going on. If one of the greatest basketball players of all time got like 15 years in prison for, for getting into a bowling uh, a, a bowling alley brawl that he left, and he was just black, and these people just wanted to just fuck him over. Dude, if I really just, if, if you just let me go to the Pentagon and just get on the computer and, and, and go down on all the cases where some injustice happened, dog, I could probably be there to the rest of, for the rest of my <laughs> life, dog, just looking at different cases, dog. This shit is not going to change. We are not in power. It'll, the the day we we get, we got Obama in office, people really thought that that meant oh shit was gonna get better. No, but the, the thing is, and, and you have to make some actions. You can't just get enough with that mind frame. Even even in the Bible it says faith without works is, is dead. So you just can't can't put that energy in somebody else and expect that to work. It's not. It's, 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 just, not. it's like, not. Like like and me, not these me sitting on my couch thinking, yeah yeah, we need to do something about this. We need to do something about this. It's but easy. I haven't left my couch or I haven't left the internet. What am I doing? It's easy to stand up for what you believe in behind the keyboard, easy. behind the computer screen. But when you actually got to get out there and possibly protest your job. Because of injustices or protest against a school district that your child go to because of injustices. Come on, man. Are you really going to do it? Are you really going to stop wearing? How down for the cause are you? Yeah, that's that's my thing. Don't don't. I don't want to sit here and act like I don't believe my people can't do it. But I'm just saying some our people are so damaged and so far gone that the amount you're talking about 60 years, 50 years of fighting this cause. You talking about fighting the cause that has that is started three hundred years ago, like this shit, seventeen hundreds transatlantic slave trade. That's when they start damaging our people. You think all these little cute species are gonna do something in 50, 60 years? It's probably gonna be another two, three hundred years before it actually makes a difference, dude. Like think about how many civil rights leaders are dead today because they spoke real shit. Yeah. Like, come on, man. Nothing Jesse... T- Props to Jesse Williams. I don't give a damn what color his skin, what his skin color is. I don't care what his mama... What, Jim Carrey could have got up there and said that same speech. I don't give a damn. At the, What's up? But did you see how the internet tried to jab, drag Justin Timberlake? I didn't get that. I didn't understand it. Like, he go, he goes like... He's like, yeah, we, we are... What does he say? Something like, we are all one or something like that. Meryl We're Streep the said the same thing. And then they, they want to try to drag him. Bro, Meryl Streep said the same exact thing. he's doing some cultural appropriation or something like that. No, that's we need white people like Justin Timberlake. We need Meryl Streep because we need those white people to start the trend. Because like, they, they like, have the, the most black, power. Black people, we're on the same page. But when you're getting these white people on your page, too, And what you think sense. Justin Timberlake was thinking that night? Like, goddamn, I'm trying to co-sign with these guys. I'm trying to help y'all out. And y'all coming for me. It's easy to stand up for what you believe in behind the keyboard. That's all we have out there. Keyboard savages that want to drag people, want to talk shit about people. But at the end of the day, what are you actually doing out there to change something, to support the cause? Niggas ain't doing shit. Nothing. I'm telling you, dog. The only people doing shit, dog, nowadays is people that just kind of feel like, well, I, I, I got put on blast, so let me make a difference. I got mad love for Hove and what Beyonce and them doing because 
they're doing shit that it's like, why not do it? You're most mostly black people support you. Black people are why you are where you are. So shit. When it comes down to like representing, you know, for Flint and all these black places that are struggling, you're gonna do something because eventually somebody's gonna be like, Hey bro, yo hove, we done put a lot of money in your pocket. Yeah. Like why you not fighting for us? Why that's why I said the same thing about Drake. I don't care where Drake from. That nigga Drake still ain't said the social uh, like no social conscious shit about what's going on in America. And America feeds you, my nigga. I'm just saying. You're probably, you're probably doing way more numbers in America than you're doing in Canada. You know? You, you so let's just be real. That's what I'm saying. I don't care what Jesse what Jesse Williams' color is. Because at the end of the day, I've been knowing about Jesse Williams. That nigga Jesse Williams, he's a fucking king of black Twitter. Uh, uh, that, that's what he does. He Every time something happened, he typed me some fly shit up. He doing his thing. You can go back all the way to Freddie Gray. You can go back to Trayvon. And that's it. Like I said, man, once Trayvon happened, that, that shit had me like, what the fuck? Like, this shit really happened? And then... And then this trend just goes. It just goes. It's just and it's continuing. And eventually a dude like Jason Williams is gonna see the the coon activity and the stupidity that's out in the street. And he's gonna get to the point where he's like, you know what? I'm gonna just continue doing my own thing, but I'm gonna have to understand that my people are lost. Yeah. Cause my people are, are fucking lost. Are lost. Dude, for every and, 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 and I don't and I don't mean to say that like I'm the most conscious person of course not. out there Hell or no. anything like that. Not at all. I be, I be, I'm just I'm just learning shit now. Yeah. Like I didn't know a lot of shit. You know, like I ain't even finna get to it because I really didn't even want to make it a black versus white thing. Because it, when it's all said and done, I don't have a problem with white people that are in my class. It's a lot of times the white people that are way above my class that I have the issue with because they're the savages. They're the ones that are ruthless. Yeah. The ones that's that's that actually have the power, not the motherfucker that's making eighty ninety thousand. They ain't shit either. It's the motherfuckers that in the one percent. Yeah. Them the motherfuckers that you gotta worry about. And a lot of them have that Ruthless. skin color that ain't near mine. They lack a lot of melanin. Yeah. So I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, let's it's, just it's be like, real. It's like you got that one percent and we got Oprah. Straight up. Who else we got o- uh, above Oprah? Other than that, we got teams. We, you, you need you need Jay Z and Beyonce together. Yeah. Together. <laughs> you know, like it's come on, man. Michael Jordan, come on, man. Like really. My, but but at the end of the day, Michael Jordan is like most dudes. You ain't, when was the last time Michael Jordan spoke about anything like this? It's just like, hey man, I'm getting my money, bro. Yeah, I got what, these shoes dropped Saturday. By the way, what is his wife? What ethnicity is his wife? I don't. I don't even know what. I hate like to put him on. So I'm just saying. I don't even know so I know Scotty Pippen got a Latino Latino one, but them dudes don't. They got money. They chilling, bro. They they wherever they go, no matter what, people gonna put them on a the high pedestal. Like they yeah. they idolize them like gods. Yeah, and they black dudes. They ain't speaking up. But guess what? They they already got to the point where like, hey man, whites and black them fed me, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. Until we have a bunch of Jesse Williams, a whole bunch of them, it ain't really gonna matter. It's just it's just not. And as long as you got a bunch of people out here in these streets that just that are as lost as they are, it ain't gonna matter. And we're so the the thing that makes us so lost is that we're killing our own people. We're killing our own people. Like, you'll go out there and you'll say, oh, yeah, F whitey, F this, F that. But then you killing your brother over drugs. You're killing your brother over stuff that's killing your brother at the end of the day. And it's like, how do you expect us to be better when we're killing ourselves? We're doing exactly what people want us to do. We're killing off each other. And that goes that goes for Crips and Bloods. That goes for, 
for MS-13s and Latin Kings. Mm-hmm. You don't hear about the KKK and the Aryan Brotherhood fighting each other. No. You don't hear about they, that. They're trying to kill us. Yeah, they're trying but to kill us. But they're just as ruthless. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But you hear black gangs fighting black gangs, Latino gangs fighting Latino gangs, and it makes no it's sense. Still, nigga, nigga, Nazis are still out there. They still have like Nazi like Nazi militias out there that oh, still yeah. do their thing that operate, you know, under certain guidelines. You still got people that, that tote that Confederate flag that they're, they're just, they're, a lot of them motherfuckers run like secret societies. You know why? Because the media doesn't want to expose them, but they are out there. It ain't just the Aryan Brotherhood and the KKK. No. They're just the ones we know. But it get even deeper than that. Like I said, that 1% is a gang too, and they're responsible for a lot of black death. But the media not going to expose that because they, they own the media. And and you, and you got to realize, it's like, why are these things so unhealthy for black people, but yet not white people? people you, ever, you, ever, you ever notice that? Like, oh, oh yeah, you, you predispose to high blood pressure simply because I'm black? Simply because I'm black, I'm predisposed to high blood pressure? Something ain't right. That shit crazy. But but I have noticed, man, like, what as far as health goes, we, we as a, we as a, a society, it's just like, I, I feel like people just get so much sicker nowadays, period. I see, I, don't get me wrong, I see a lot, a lot of, of older white men, they be sick to the motherfucker, like, I be like, they man, they got like cancer death. in his eye. They look like Niggas death. be having, what was they doing, the ice bucket challenge for? Remember that ice water challenge? Oh, uh, for, um, was it ALS? That shit was just only affected white people, too. Like, the shit that you talk about affect black people, man, I don't know, man, black people don't got that many, um, that many problems, bro. I'm just being real with you, like, you talk about heart and high blood pressure, eh, that ain't really how like man. If you really look at some of the shit that white people gotta go through, well, you talk about skin cancer. God damn, you can't go outside. <laughs> like Jesus, that sucks, man. It's some stuff out there that 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 really hurts them. So I, I don't know. As far I'm not no doctor, but the shit is real out there. So I don't know. I'm just glad I'm, I am who I am. Hey. So I mean. I'm- uh, ain't nobody else on this earth I'd rather be than Oh, me. no, no, definitely not. Another problem that I think we probably have, though, nowadays, we lost, but then we're also kind of dumb, too. Because when you really just look at the, the quality, because you got to realize, man, art, rap, <laughs> that shit is a, is, a, is a trendsetter. And when you look at something, if you think about black culture, and what what's the leader of black culture? You gotta look at rap music. Yeah. You gotta look at the, the art of rap music. And right now, I just said Beyonce and Jay Z. You know, when I was talking about you know like the black you know doing for the black movement and stuff like that. Of course, you got Kendrick, you got J Cole. But outside of that, when you really look at the hottest rappers right now in rap, Future, Drake. I mean, shit. After that, it's just like it's just a jumble it's, it's of just, people yeah, it's, it's, it's a, that sound the same. Yeah, that sound like future. <laughs> it's only one. It's only one person that sounds. Nah, like future, bro. Nah, and dude. It Young greatness sound like future. Uh, designer. Designer, designer. That nigga designer <laughs> is fucking retarded. I know he is. It has to be. I know. There's, him. there's no other option. I don't know if people heard that uh that one talking about the, the double, double XL, XL freshman freestyle. freestyle. Dog, when I see you see that comment, I see. Dog, that dude said, <laughs> "Hold up, the dude said, real talk. I thought this was gonna be trash, but if you li- if you listen to what he's saying, he was actually spitting some garbage." <laughs> I'm like, bro, <laughs> on listen, another level. Listen, let me tell you something, my black people. 
I understand we go inside the club, we get alcohol our system, we turn up, and we mostly listening to the beats. But you have to understand something. When you let niggas like Yin Yang Twins, you let niggas like, let me let me just go ahead and, and give you my list now, because off, off air, me and Jay, we some whole ass niggas, don't, let me, don't get me wrong. We have a list. Bro, I put so much time and effort into this, oh my God. I didn't put too much time into it. We got a list of top five trash rappers. And we don't say trash rappers meaning like like they just garbage. <laughs> but we be like, when you really listen to what they say, you like, nigga, for real. And I got to say that because I have two rappers on here that I really like. I appreciate hearing like, their music. Like, like to me, I call them fancy trash. <laughs> They're the trash that you throw out at nice restaurants. Yeah, there you go. The, the, the fancy trash. Yeah, it's a bunch of steaks you threw away, but yeah. them steaks, they still trash. Okay, but this right here, this is McDonald's trash. This is Ooh. where I'm starting. Number one. Or, uh, no, yeah, number one. Uh, you, you give your number one, I give my number one. The worst? This is this is my worst. Okay, that's fine. Now, I'm going to build up to my worst. Here's my least. I'm going to start with my least. Okay. My very least trash rapper, because I like it. Okay. I like it. It's two chains. Okay, okay. <laughs> Let me give you my quotes as to why Two Chains is trash. Two Chains has a lyric that says, "She got a big booty, so I call her oh, big booty." Oh man, that nigga Two Chains. What he said on that new one, dog? He said, "My codeine salad." So like, what is a codeine salad, dude? What are you talking about? I guess I'm on a codeine diet. <laughs> but this is this this is why he made the list. My wrist deserves a shout out. I'm like, what up, wrist? My stove deserves a shout out. I'm like, what up, stove? Oh God, Trapper Villa Trey. Come on, change. My number one, Young Jeezy. That's my. Whoa! I got. I'm sorry, bro. You got to give me a lyric though. You got to no, give me a lyric. Really young, man, I, man, I, I don't know though. I just Young Jeezy. Let me tell you something. The reason to, to me that nigga trash. I, I, I never memorized that nigga shit, but I just know that nigga. Nothing about that nigga positive. Because every time I hear Young Jeezy, I'm like, man, I don't know. I might start selling dope, man. Because that nigga is really a, a fucking thug motivator, dog. It, that nigga Young Jeezy does it well, but really, though, dog, the whole, I can listen, you listen to Jeezy, bro. He add him himself the whole time. And to me, that's just like, is this nigga retarded? Like, literally, just. He, he has the best ad libs. He does, but it's just like, some of the shit he just said to me, I just laugh, bro. And I'm just like, I can't, like I, said, I can't memorize that nigga shit, but that nigga, Young Jeezy, that's why I say he the least trash, but he got a little trash in him, bro. Yeah, yeah, when absolutely. he first started, dog, when I see that boy on that video with uh, when he was with Block, what was that name? Boys in the Hood? Mm-hmm. I did not think he was going to be who he was today. But like some people say, I don't know talent, but I don't know, bro. That nigga Jeezy, he's he's an interesting guy, dog. He's, he's T.I. and then he's Yo Gotti, and it's just like, what the fuck, like, <laughs> I don't know, bro, I don't know, man. I mean, he came before your guy, but still, it's just like, I don't understand, man. But that's my number one, bro. Okay, my, my next, Waka, Flocka, Flame. I ain't never really listened to Waka. Waka's, but that nigga garbage, though. He's got, but he makes some <laughs> bangers, though. Like, they're catchy, he's like, he's like Future. Like, you get caught in the melody and, and, and the rhythmic get chorus. Caught, you get trapped, you're and like, then, damn, I'm balling my head then, now, I gotta keep balling my head. And then you get into the verse, and you're like, I don't know what the fuck this verse is about. Can we get back to another quote? I got a whole lot of money. Dog. <laughs> oh, that nigga, yeah, that, that's Waka. all I know. That and the other one, oh, let's do it. Waka Flocka said, 
Well, I'm trying to hit the hotel with two girls that's wide awake. Take this dick and swallow, bay. Moscato got her freaky. Hey, you got me in a trance. You take off your pants. You pop on a handstand. You got me sweating. Please pass me a fan. Damn. What just happened? I like know. you, you went in there with two girls that was wide awake, and then somebody was swallowing dick and Moscato at the same time. Like I don't even know how you do that. And and then she's on a handstand, and and you sweating. Like what happened? Like what? How do you picture this scene? What goes on, bro? This this hotel room had to be so fucked up. CSI couldn't solve it. Bruh, he's a prodigy of Gucci man, the clone. So. I don't know, man. When you when you got a nigga like him on on the, on the scene, I don't know what you gonna get, bro. I don't know, bro. But uh, my second one was two chains. Okay. So we ain't got any word, but we already know two chains got the codeine dyes, Trapper Valley Trey. <laughs> that nigga, he had a, what, that, what was the name of that nigga uh, last that one mixtape? It was called uh when that nigga was uh, doing it was he had heroin dude doing heroin on the front cover. That nigga two chain be tripping, man. That nigga two pack two chains almost forty. He played too much, man. That nigga play too much. Both these niggas almost forty, man. They play too much, dog. Chains and Jeezy, dog. Niggas almost forty. Why they playing, man? These niggas playing. These niggas none of their music. No, wait, how, how many niggas? How many niggas still selling drugs? Though? Neither one of them niggas still selling drugs. Nobody still selling that nigga, drugs. That nigga two chain be talking. About I got cocaine in my fingertips. For what? You doing it? Come on, Jim Chains, man. Hair weave killer. It's cocaine. Hair weave killer. Say, Chains got some bangles, though. Hair weave killer. That nigga's a fool. Hey. That nigga's a fool. Next up, I got Pastor Mace. Mason Bether. Oh, that slow rapping bastard. Mace said, I'm young, black, and famous with money hanging out the anus. I don't want any of that money. Now, look. If you got money hanging out your anus, you need to go get that checked out. There's <laughs> Quickly. There's something going wrong. You need to see a doctor immediately. <laughs> immediately. I don't even want to say anything more about Mace. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Just want to move. Just want to move along. My third Young Dro. Young Dro. Damn, I like Young I Dro. I with Young Dro, baby. <sighs> Shoulder links. Yeah. Yeah. It makes zero sense. I don't even got to say nothing about that young man. He got a song called Fuck That Bitch. <laughs> and that nigga's... That down right there, jam. But I'm 100% sure that song means nothing. Fuck that bitch. What what, what he say? What he say? What he say? Some, some, some Chevy. Now I'm right near. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Up in my rib. What? Troll, I'm cleaning this bitch. Now I'm finna show the lead in this bitch. Hey. I don't even know, man. Oh, no. <laughs> These niggas. They made it to the hip-hop scene. This is the same scene that Wu-Tang Clan was on. Whoa. Biggie. 36 Pop, Chambers. J. M. These niggas are in the same market. Same as market. Cube. Selling. Bro, first of all. I didn't know Cube did all that NWA work until I seen that movie. That shit tripped me out when y'all like, I didn't that. know. I didn't know Cube did all that writing. Man, I didn't know Cube was a mastermind. See, when I was fucking like, when I was fucking with, like rapping and shit, I listened to Death Certificate a long time ago, so I knew what that nigga Cube was capable of. Cube was a raw ass. When I heard Cube, when I heard Death Certificate, I knew Cube. Something that taught me about delivery mm-hmm. because Cube, 
you could classify that dude as a rapper. He ain't saying nothing all the time, but the way he delivered it was like ludicrous. Yeah. Ludicrous, a lot of shit ludicrous be saying be nonsense sometimes, but that nigga delivers that shit with such perfect enunciation, you're just like, shit. That's some raw ass shit that boy just said. I never forget what that nigga said. Stay off the T.I.P. of my dear. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, God damn. He destroyed T.I. I'm really surprised T.I. still has a career right now. Because that nigga killed the hoe. Because that nigga delivery is so fucking good. It's an and, art form. Yes, and Cube was, was very similar. That nigga would say some shit. And you would feel it in your soul. Because Easy E felt that shit when he got dissed. Yeah. And you saw it in that movie. Like, he was sick. Niggas was like, and, 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 and it jammed. And it jammed. Yeah. Because, like today, the beats then were so fucking sick. But mm-hmm. niggas was actually spitting such dope shit over it. Because if you ever noticed, if you really think about late 90s, early 2000, when, when beats were dope, but the lyrics were even better. Niggas wasn't really paying attention to who the producers were all the time. No. A lot of the producers that got notoriety on times had to make their own albums. Pharrell, Swiss, Puff, they had to make their own albums just to let people know, yeah, this is my shit. I didn't know who Stevie J was. No. I didn't. Bro. But now? Motherfucking Stevie J makes so many Mariah Exactly. Things? I didn't know that. But today, I know Mike Will, Mustard, I know all these niggas. You know why? Because the rappers suck that are on them. <laughs> so it's like, who made that beat? Fuck who on it? Who on it? Them niggas all sound the same. Who made that beat? Yeah. So niggas gotta let you know, nigga. Mike Will made it. Metro Boomin. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Niggas gotta let you know now because the lyrics on top of the beat, it's like you got some nice ass bread, but then you got some spoiled ham or some spoiled meat or whatever. <laughs> you just lay it on there, and they're like, you know, I'm kind of struggling, like, so I gotta like, eat it. It's like okay, this this is that French, that good French bread, you know? Uh, got some cheap ass. It, it, was, it was here on the market. I had to consume. Yeah, you know that's what it is. That's to me. That's what future is. That's what design is. That's what that's what uh, OG OT what that OT Genesis or whatever. Them niggas all just are very mediocre rappers. Poor getting them, them beats though. Beats. Lee, them beats, man. Bro, you you hear the Joe Button? Um, oh, he, he 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 fired the niggas up. Boy, but that beat was yeah, that crazy. Beat, that beat was but, nasty. But but I, we all know Joe lyrics. Yeah, Joe we Joe was a battle rapper. Yeah. You know not to go with Joe. And even Drake said it on there. Like Drake was honored to meet him on that podcast because Joe Button is the truth. The thing that kills Joe Button is he's a whack ass personality. Yeah, he really does. I don't care what anybody says. I used to really really like Joe Button. I move music two, three, four. I listen to all them bitches. But then it got to the point where, like, he was just on the scene too much. I'm like, bro, you're not low-key enough. Like, you're not just, like, that like that gangster nigga that just kind of ride. Like, you don't know what Benny Siegel doing right now. Yeah. You don't know what, like, Jay doing right now. Because the niggas moved how you would expect rappers to move. Joe Button, to me, started kind of moving, like, the game. And them niggas are, like, kind of, like, comedians to me. I don't hate them niggas. Them niggas are who they are, but... That's not the type of like Eminem wasn't like that. I fucked with Eminem all the time. No, it wasn't like that. You see them niggas, they they what they did, they moved around, they was mm-hmm. off the scene. But these niggas all on reality TV shows, ah, uh, that ain't that's, my shit, yeah. man. Who your number two? My number two is mystical. Oh man, yeah, I felt that kind of made me feel bad when you said that. I was like, man, you felt bad until you heard. Yeah, I'm is. effervescent and I'm off the crescent, nastier than a full grown German shepherd. In his mind, I'm gonna defend it. Mr. Okay, d- defend it. Because the only mind, thing I understand is crescent, and I'm like, okay, you from New Orleans, kind of crescent. When you're in the South, 
and I hate to say, excuse me, my Southern listeners, when you're in the South, and me being from Chicago, I came out here when I was six or seven years, but I did notice one thing by just looking at my, listening to my brother and listening to motherfuckers that was born out here. Their vocabulary out here for like a true Southerner, vocabulary ain't that great. I'm talking about amongst <laughs> our black people. Vocabulary ain't all that great. So when you got a Southern lyricist like Scarface, Mystical, Luda, you know, Zero, yeah, them motherfuckers, they gonna say things like that that's kind of like, man, I wonder why he did that, but t- take T.I. for instance. You know T.I. keep a thesaurus in his back pocket. <laughs> he, he, has he has to. to. And it's just like, when a Southern rapper actually gets to explore the globe or explore the country, he realizes, damn, I need to step my vocab up. That's what made Big Boy and Andre so raw because them niggas had that Southern swag, but them niggas was spitting on that level that was like, damn, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, I, I, I even had mad respect for Peter Pablo and Pastor Troy. Them niggas would spit some real gangster shit, but they would say shit that your average Southerner wouldn't say. You know what I'm saying? Eight ball of MJG. Them boys was... They was spitting, and they was using not your everyday word. Like, it it was, I understand why he's on there, because I feel like he put a bunch of nonsensical words together. It was That that verse was unnecessary. Yeah. Uh, but Every, Everybody has an unnecessary verse. Yeah. I'm, I'm a huge Jay-Z fan. I've heard plenty of unnecessary whole verses. That, like, say. Why I was, I, the reason I like Hove, the, the reason I didn't like Hove is the same reason why I like Hove. That nigga brags. All the fucking time. <laughs> That's all Hope does. But, but guess what? He does it better than anybody, and you can you believe him. And it's a it's a progression with Hope. Like like from '96, like Reasonable Doubt. It was a lot of drug talk because mm-hmm. he didn't have money. You were still selling drugs. But then you see the progression where it's like, you know, I'm not telling you that I'm selling drugs right now. I'm telling you how I used to sell yeah. drugs. But now I'm talking telling you about Warhols on my wall. Like that boy went from he went from stunting on niggas with the cars and shit. To, to some European style life living, I got my own color. Yeah, bruh, I can't. I gotta respect the nigga. I, I just have to. My second is E forty. I shouldn't even have forty. I shouldn't even have to explain that. Can't go to Bay. That nigga has his own language. <laughs> what is my weeplization? Dog, he he kills shit that he's on. But let's just be real. E forty is a fucking legend. Yeah. So. The fact that he's still relevant, I respect him for that. But I guarantee you, your average nigga, you'd be like, man, you heard that shit when E-40 was on this? What would that nigga say? Shit, I don't know. That nigga was, he was ripping that hoe, though. Because that shit just sounds so cool. But every it's like, time, really? Every time I see E-40, it looks like he's lost. He looks like he's in a movie theater looking for his side seat. Wow. <laughs> every time I like see he's just, E-40. With his, flipping his glasses up like, like, really, bro? Like, Is my people's over there? <laughs> That's what that's what it looks like. Well, I fucked with before, but like, like I said, when I when we say trash rappers, it's just like we done caught them niggas like on some really bruh type. The moments like, did did the industry just let that nigga get away with that, making up his own language? And and, it, and like I said, it's legends that get away with stuff. Biggie got away with saying, "Girl, you look so good, I suck your daddy's dick." Yeah, he really did. Biggie got away with that. Little flip, can't forget little flip. Treat you like milk and do nothing but spoil you. <laughs> I was like, why? Like, really? Flip, really? Lil Wayne said, pussy soft as baby powder. Hey. Hey. Niggas be getting away with shit. You, you can get away with shit. But these time niggas time. here, they got these, away with a whole these lot. These are offenders that get away with two goddamn Yeah, bullshit. they really do. What's your number one? My number one, hands down, 
Bird. Put some respect on that nigga name, Bird. man. Bird. <laughs> it's gotta be. How many New Orleans niggas you got on there? Just two. Just two. Oh, okay. Birdman said, "This is this is okay. This isn't even a trash line. This is just so goddamn disturbing to me that I don't even understand why would you have yourself in this situation as a grown man." Mm-hmm. I like to fuck him in their ass while he beat up the pussy. What? We knew that nigga Birdman was suspect though for a minute. This is true. At least, at least he referenced some female body parts in here. But you know, you've been making out with Lil Wayne since he was a little boy. Yeah. That he's a boy, Damon. He is a boy. <laughs> hey, dog. Well, Birdman is special, man. He. He's, because he's these niggas had a run with, with, with uh, Big Timers, man. They had a run. I bought I, I had the Big Timer album. You know, so and I'm pretty it's a lot of y'all out there right now yeah. that's probably still and, shaking y'all ass for some Birdman music. And look, if Stay Fly come on Oh shit, that was my shit. I'm still turned up today. That was my shit, man. Gator Boots with the pimp that Gucci's Everything in my mama's name. Everything in my mama's they name. They taught you how to be hood rich. My number one was Lil Webby. Lil Webby, who? That's my nigga right there, man. Who? But that Webby. nigga, his first album. Like I tell people all the time, he he started this savage shit. That nigga started this savage shit, but his whole album was so disrespectful. <laughs> I need a bad bitch. I was like, they're playing this on the radio, and then everything that nigga said was like, this dude is either high or drunk right now, and he just doesn't get. He was like nineteen, dude. Yeah. That nigga Webby is a fool. Webby said he needed a bad bitch would cause women to consider themselves to be bad bitches. You and are openly forget. saying, oh, I'm a bitch. I'm a people bitch. forget, and I feel like that's trash, bro. Like, that's fucked up. Like, what you're doing, you ruined society. You, you have, you have effectively tone. promoted women to demote themselves. Yeah, he did that effectively, effectively because his shit was so simple and direct and repetitive like rap today is. But his shit was just like he really got away with this. Say I was just I was just waiting for him to spell independent wrong. That oh time. man, I was just waiting for it. I was waiting for it to be at a live show and he just forget. People say people spell. say if it wasn't for Webby, niggas would know how to spell independent. <laughs> say, yeah, and, but but, but at the but at the same time, it's ludicrous fault that people can't. Spell. No, it's it's fabulous fault that people can't spell. Oh, fabulous. the most fabulous name in the world. People be sitting there with that F A B O L. No, that's, that's not, not right. <laughs> that ain't right. That ain't right. Man, we got to wind this up, man. We killing it right now. I wonder if people even still tuned in. They, they probably cut off on this rap talk. But Too hey, bad. You, you still got it. We got you. We, we learned. Hey, guess what? You still going to go back and listen to Savage Life because I said, wait, we started the shit. You need to go listen to Thug Motivation. You, you need to listen. like, I forgot that jam. Yeah, you need to go pick that shit up. But remember, it's trash, but that shit jam. But it's better than the trash we have today. True. Designer. I don't know when you gonna insert. You gonna insert it right now? I can I can put the designer clip in now. Okay. People needed to hear that. <laughs> they need to understand that Timmy Timmy Turner got the burner. 
I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why. Somebody actually tried to break this down to me on Instagram. I'm like, I seen that. Don't seen do that. that. Why? And then they, and you look good. You should be on BET or something like that. And he no, was, I'm, stop. Why is he moving like that? I don't. What is wrong with this young man? Same. Why are people? Forgive me for this. Why are we romanticizing or glorifying these young black men that have? A special education needs. <laughs> like I respect your hustle, bro, but it's not cool that we're sitting here. Like we sit here. We we we, we got a town and we got Welvin out there and we boys out there getting money. Why? Why? Because you know what's gonna happen when the boys when the money stops flowing, niggas is gonna leave them on the side of the road Absolutely. and they gonna be homeless. They gonna be back where they started. We we pushing the envelope. Yeah, too bad. We pushing the envelope, man. Shout out to the winner of the spread the word, uh, spread the word, um, spread the word winner of the of the month of June. Incredible, incredible April. Uh, she got her fifteen dollars Starbucks gift card because she simply reposted and spread the word of this no boundary shit that's gonna eventually. Be well known and motherfuckers be like, oh yeah, I've been fucking with that shit. I've been putting niggas on that. Stop lying, nigga. April can say that. Yeah. But a lot of you other motherfuckers can't say that. And she get this fifteen dollars Starbucks. Fifteen dollars Starbucks. So she's gonna get like one drink. She's gonna like one drink. That's fucked up. <laughs> I'm sorry, April. That's all I can do. That's all that I can afford. I got bills to pay. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um. Words of advice. Uh, <laughs> words of advice. Um, shit. I had some quotes saved in my phone. My phone died. But uh, <laughs> let me see, man. I, I would First just say problems, man. I would just say Fourth of July coming. Enjoy yourself. Don't forget, this is not the day that our people were were set free. But don't let that bum, bum you down. Enjoy your fucking self. Drink. This is whenever you have an excuse to drink, and you have three day weekend. Enjoy that shit to the fullest. So true, true. Enjoy that shit to the fullest, but be responsible because you don't want to be in that situation. Shout out to my boy Eddie Briscoe. He always tell y'all to strap up. You don't want to be in that situation where you're sitting there like, oh man, I stuck this, I, I bust this this girl down, or I let this dude, you know, come at me or whatever, and now I gotta decide if I want to get the abortion or not. And, and that's just a sucky situation to be in because if you're pro life or pro choice. It just sucks. So how about everybody just be responsible? It's that simple. That's pop, pop firecrackers. Whoa, pop that, whoa, pop that whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Say, don't, don't overlap my words of advice right there. Oh, okay, okay. I'm going to need y'all to leave the fireworks <laughs> to the professionals. Oh, shout out to uh, Pierre Paul. J- Google Jason <laughs> Pierre Paul's hand. And that will tell you everything you need to do with fireworks this weekend. Everything you need to do or not to do. It will tell you you need not to do nothing. Don't do none of nothing. <laughs> I swear to God, that hand that hand looks so goddamn horrible. Nah, that nigga that tripping. Tripping. He's still getting these meals though. Leave the fireworks to the professionals. That's fucked up. They out there though, man. And if you're if you're not probably pop 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 firecrackers in your area, don't be popping firecrackers. That shit ain't cool. It's disrespectful. Nigga be trying to sleep. Niggas be trying to sleep, and when the cops come harass your ass, <laughs> yeah. don't be trying to act like you innocent. Yeah, that shit ain't cool at all. You gonna be all up, up, up upset when you know gun got damn well you was in the wrong. <laughs> and with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, this has been the No Boundaries Podcast. Thank you for listening. 
But ever since the dawn of civilization, people have craved for an understanding of the underlying order of the world. There ought to be something very special about the boundary conditions of the universe. And what can be more special than that there is no boundary?